0: All right. What an introduction. Man, I feel so, so honored. Thank you, Pastor Darrell, for introducing me. We have uh, an incredible church here. Amen. Well, some of us think so, Pastor. <laughs> Do we have an incredible church or not? Okay. That's good. I'm glad you think so now. <laughs> we have uh, uh, obviously an incredible church. We have a great, great youth ministry, and I have a specific pride in that, obviously, as the youth pastor. And and I figured, you know, because this is a weekend where we're kind of talking about essential convention and kind of getting geared up and energized for it, I really thought it would be appropriate to have our students help me out with the message tonight. So for those students who know that they're already involved, the three of you guys right there, come on up. Can we give it up for our students? Some of our students are going to help us out here tonight um, or this morning. You know, uh, it's incredible. We have uh, launched kind of a, a ministry out of our youth group, and it's called DJ Version. And you may be curious to what that means. Well, basically, what we've done a for, uh, several studies that have kind of just figured out how, how often are students ages 12 to 18 reading their Bibles. And the statistics were really, really sad. And so what I really did was kind of thinking and praying, God, how can we help students get the Word of God in their heart, in their memory, in their life? And one of the things that came to mind was taking music and kind of taking what David did in the Psalms and just and really open that up to today's culture. And so we take music uh, from today, from the radio, different things, take just the beats from them and put scripture verses to them to help students memorize the themes and the verses that are inside the Bible. So I thought, hey, that's a pretty neat thing. We have a new international version, a King James version, and now we have a DJ version in which we're going to take, you know, it's it's kind of fun, it kind of keeps us busy, right guys? It keeps us busy. And so uh, what I'm going to do though, I, I figured, you know, last night we had our, our students do it and it was a lot of fun, but because we're so, you know, young at heart here at Sunday mornings, I figured, you know, it would be so much better if we had some of the adults help us out with our DJ version as well. So, Laura Spencer, are you here somewhere? Oh, come on up, Laura Spencer is going to help us out. Uh, you, can you guys switch sides? You guys switch sides? Milan and Greg, can you switch sides? Uh, Greg's gonna be with the girls, uh, so you're, you're gonna be over here, uh, over here. Laura, you're gonna be over here with, uh, with Gregory. He's almost a girl, so, um, just kidding. <laughs> he knows I love him. He knows I love him. Uh, and here we go. We need, uh, someone young, energetic to do, uh, the male part. Let's see, uh, oh, Pastor Mel! <laughs> Pastor Mel! I, I think I think you should help. Come on, Pastor Mel, you have to help us out now. You can't just, you can't just. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is gonna be good. This is gonna be good. Actually, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Nick this mic here. It's about, because he might start running around and stuff. So I don't know. Uh, can you you hand that mic off? Uh, is this other mic working? Check. Beautiful. Okay, here we go. Can we give it up for our team here today? We got. Incredible. Uh, So, Nick, I'm going to need your help kind of beatboxing. Just kind of a... All right, this is how it's going to go. As he's doing that, we're going to learn our part. And it's very simple. And this is going to be the guy's part. So if you can kind of help us out with this, it goes like this. Here we go. Let your light shine. Let your light shine. Let your light shine. Let your light shine. shine. Hold on, we're going to slow it down a little bit. We're going to Pastor, have a heart attack up here. Here we go. Let's do it.
1: I want
0: my mic on. Okay, that's pretty good. We can get that right, we can get that big going on ahead. This sounds good. So this this is are gonna be the part, the guys part. Learn this really quick Here we go. Hey, let your light shine. Let your light shine. Let your light shine. Let your
1: light shine. Let your light shine. Let your light shine. In the mic light shine. Let your light shine. Let your light shine. Let your light shine. Let your
0: light shine. Let your light shine, let your light shine, I guess the mics aren't working, can we, are they, hold on one second, we don't want to get too excited, are the mics on? Testing, one, two, Oh, we want to make sure we get this, you don't have to do it, just talking to it, you can, let your lights shine, awesome, uh, thank you very much, here we go, I'm on this side, our mics are good, yeah, beautiful, all right, here we go, let's try that again, Nick beat us up, and, and then here we're going to go, the guys are going to help us out here, so here we go, Let your light shine, let your light shine, let
1: your light shine, let your light shine, let your light shine, let your light shine, come on light shine, let your light shine, let your light shine, let your light shine, let your light shine. Let your light shine, let your light shine let, let your light shine, let your light shine, keep that gold, let light shine, let your light shine, let your light shine, on it, on it, on it, on sind- it, let your, your light shine, on it, on it, on it, on it, Let on it, on it, on it, on it, on it, Let your light shine. On and on and on and on it. Let your light shine. On and on and on it. Boys, let your light
0: shine. On and on and on and on it. Let your light shine. On and on and on and on it. Let your
1: light shine. On
0: and on and on. Hey, give it up for our helpers right here. See, see, now that we know it, we're going to have to put a beat to it and get into it a little bit. So I can have everyone stand to your feet in this place today. We're going to go ahead and start that DVD track and we're going to do this the real way. So everybody to your feet. This is going to be a time. We're going to give it up. DJ version, let your light shine. So I need everyone to just get ready. It's about to get nasty up here. Here we go. Come on, one more time. Can we give it up to all of our volunteers in here today? See this is how it's gonna go like I need everybody in the place like this. It's real easy, just like this. Ah,
1: come on, let's do it! That's it! Oh, oh, pass the man, that's what I'm talking about! Come on! Yeah! Here we go! Here we go! Let your light shine! 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 Come on, guys! Let's your light shine! Let your light shine. 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 Oh, here we go, for you. Let your light shine. Let your light shine. On it, on it, Let your light shine. Let your light shine. Let your light shine. On it, on it, Let light shine. Let your light shine. You are the light of the world. light. You are they see your good deeds, they see your good Now let your light shine You ah. are the light of the world, the You are the light us, and you'll be shining They see your good deeds, they see your good God Now let your light shine, ah. Let your light shine,
2: let your light shine, let your light shine.
1: Let your light shine, let your light shine, let your light shine. Let your light shine, let your light shine, let your light shine. Let your light shine, let your light shine, let your light shine. Let your light your light Let your light shine, let your light shine, let your light shine. Let your light shine, 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 you This is your good This is your good Now let your light You the world, sound body here. You are a for the you'll be shining, This is your good your Now let your light shine. Give it up, for everybody, in this place today. Oh,
0: that's good. That's good. You guys can go in and take a seat. Give it up one more time for our incredible volunteers. Pastor Merrill, what a sport. What a sport, Pastor Merrill. Man, that's good. <laughs> it's around this time on Wednesday nights that the people around the church are like, what is that noise? Where is that coming from? That's from me. <laughs> yeah, we have fun. We have fun. Hey, we, uh, it's time to get serious, Okay. I'm just kidding. How many people think it's okay to have fun in church? Is that okay? Yeah, I love, I, I love this, this idea, this mentality. We have so much fun with it, but let's open our Bibles to the, to the scripture. It says in Matthew 5, Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 through 16. I just want to say this because I don't think I'll ever say this again. Pastor Merrill just wrapped this verse. Here we go. Pastor Merrill just wrapped this verse. Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 through 16, as we just saying, it says, You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden, neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Let's pray today. Father, we thank you for your word your truth. It doesn't matter if it's said or if it's saying, God, it means the same thing and it needs to be deep within our hearts. God, I pray that this message today would just resonate with us. God, that we would leave changed. God, that it would echo throughout our lives. Everything we do, everything we say, God, it would would be, be reflected by what your word is teaching us. God, I pray that we would get it. I pray that we would take it and we would go into this world with it. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. This verse is incredible. I I, I love it. It Just just the, the visual of it lets your light shine, being a light into this world. Jesus telling us that you are a light to this world. It's just interesting because we know that this verse was said, it was actually said thousands and thousands of years ago, and we think today, and we look at our culture today, we look at the music today, we look at how our kids are acting today, we look at the violence, we look at the tsunamis, we look at everything around us, and we say how can I be a light unto this world? How? There's so much stuff, there's so much, so many things going on in our lives, there's so much pain, there's so much hurt, there's so much violence. How can I be a light into a world like this that's so wicked and so sinful? How can I be a light into this world? And I'm gonna put it in kind of a simple terms, and I'm gonna. If you're taking notes, I'd like you to write it down like this, R and R. How many have heard that term, R and R? And now when you think of it, you think of it as rest and relaxation. How many people like rest and relaxation? You're okay with that. <laughs> very good thing. I love, there is definitely a time to rest and have relaxation. But what I'm talking about today, as far as being a light into this world, is not very resting and it's not very relaxing, but it's our mission. Somebody say, "Mission." Come on, somebody say, "mission. Mission. There is a mission that we have, and it's not very resting and it's not very relaxing, but it is an all and R. We're going to go through that today. Looking at John chapter 8, verse 12, if you'd like to write that down, just John chapter 8, verse 12, it says, "I am the light of the world." Jesus saying this, "I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life." Now, the first R of this R and R scenario that we're looking at today is the word respect. Is the word respect. Jesus is telling us something here that he is the light. He is the light of the world. And when he comes in, darkness fades away. When he comes in, everything changes. He is the light of the world. Basically, what this verse is saying is Jesus is portraying, I am the man, okay? I am the light of the world. I am all there is. I am everything to you. I am it. As our students like to say it, I'm the man. Okay? He's saying that in this verse. I'm the man. I'm the light. And let us think of it like this. He is the main source. He's the main source. Everything surrounds him. And we can't forget that. Respect. Respect. I'll never forget speaking uh, about a year or so ago at the at the kids' Uh, we had a kids' sleepover, and I was the the guest speaker. I don't really speak to kids, you know. I, I like teenagers. I love, you know, I love speaking, but but when it comes to little kids, I, I just I, I've never done it before, really, until this point. And they asked me to speak. And I'm like, oh, sure, this is going to be exciting. And and me, young-minded, I'm thinking kids are great because they'll just listen to everything you say. That's what I thought. I was like, this is going to be great. You know, i I can just do things. They'll just, they'll just do it. You know, teenagers, uh, not so much, but you know, the, the, the kids, of course they're going to be like that. And I was getting ready and I prepared this message and I, I was talking about being the light to the world. I was talking about that to, with the stu- with the, with the kids. And I'm thinking, okay, how can I do this cool? And I came together with this amazingly clever plan. I was going to come out as, as the commander of light. I was going to be an army guy, somebody going in the Marines. I I was going to be a commander. I was going to be Sergeant Jensen, okay? I thought it was the coolest thing ever, but apparently I was wrong, okay? So I come out. I was so excited. I was pumped. I'm like, I'm going to be Sergeant Jensen. I'm going to get these kids to do all this thing. They're going to love it, man. They're going to just, ah, they're going to eat it up. And I go out there. I'm like, all right, everybody. Today we're talking about being the light of the world and all this stuff. And what I need everybody to do is stand up, and we're going to do ten jumping jacks. Here we go. The Three, two, one. I was doing it by myself. Okay, I'm like, hey, hey, kids, we need to start doing this. We need to be on the world. Let's start doing ten jumping jacks. And these kids look at me. They're like, no. I'm like what? Kids are supposed to listen to everything. Obviously, I don't have any kids because I had no idea that kids would say no to me. No. Of course, then I took step two and I said, hey, I have a bag of candy. Anybody want candy? Yes. Oh, yes. You know, jumping jacks, crazy stuff. I was like, what? Do anything for candy. If I get candy, yeah, I'll do it then. But just out of respect for me? No. that <laughs> can happen. Respect. He's the main source. God is the light of the world, and we need to understand that first before we can ever talk about anything else. In John chapter 12, verses 46 through 47, it says, I have come into the world as a light. Again, if you want to write it down, John chapter 12, 46 through 47. I have come into the world as a light. So that no one who believes in me should stay in darkness. If anyone hears my words but does not keep them, I do not judge that person. For I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. And this is reemphasized in John chapter 3, verse 17, as he says, I did not come to condemn the world, but to save it. Jesus, God sent his son Jesus, not to condemn the world, but to save it. Not to judge the world, but to save it. Think of this, the main source of, says, as Jesus, through his Son, I did not come to judge people, but to save them. Yet so many times church people are convicted of this, and many times it's real. We think that, well, Jesus didn't come to judge the world, but I did. We, we go and judge everyone else like they're so terrible, that there's, everything's wrong with them, all of them, and doing this, and doing, oh, they're just terrible people. Even Jesus did not judge the world when he was here on earth, but he came to save it. He came to save it. It's a different mindset. It's not all, they're all terrible and they're all wrong. It's I'm here to help. I'm here to save. I'm here to seek and save the lost. That was Jesus' mission on this planet. Of course it was to go to the cross. Of course it was to save us from our sins. And that was amazing. But his mission on this planet was to seek and save the lost. Not to condemn, not to judge, but to save this world. And the next part, as we read and as we sang, In Matthew chapter 5, it says, you are the light of the world. Now, this is interesting. Jesus just said he was the light of the world. And now in this verse, he's declaring, you are the light of the world. I want us to take this, this next R. The next R is this. The next R is reflect. Reflect. First of all, we need to respect. Second of all, we need to reflect. And what I mean by reflect is we are not the main source. We are not God. But we reflect God. He's the Son, and we reflect Him. And I want us to understand it like this because, because so many times we think that we're all that in a bag of chips, and we just simply are not. But God has called us maybe not to be God, definitely not to be God, but to produce His mission that He came on this earth to do. You know, Jesus came here with a mission, and when He left, when He went back to heaven, He passed that mission on to us to be the light to the world. I am the light of the world. I came here to seek and save the lost. But as I go, I hand this mission down to you. Down to you and me. And now we are the light of this world. I'll never forget being a a junior higher and and being in class and how the sunlight would just beam through the windows in class. And, of course, I'm not paying attention. And I look at the sunlight like, ooh, that's cool. i am just looking at that for hours or whatever. And there'll be these kids that have these nice shiny watches because they had rich dads or whatever. And they take these watches And they'll sit there and they'll just just shine that light and let it reflect. And what do they do? They put it into people's eyes. How many people have had one of those experiences? Maybe your kids just did that to you like, "Ah, what are you you doing? They just reflect the light into your eyes. A little pain in the neck, kid. These kids just reflect this light because there's power. Even though the sun is coming in at a completely different angle, it's reflecting a light. You have the power of that light with a watch. It's crazy talking about Ascension Convention coming up. There's all these lights. There's just Alex Canaris, he goes to our church here, and he he does this tremendous light show. But do you know the most significant lights? Some of the best lights are simply a light going into a mirror that reflects the light. It's not just one light going like this because that's just so old school. We're talking about a mirror that reflects light, and it makes light go super fast because it's a reflection of it. It has the equal power of the light reflecting that light on its own. There's a power and reflection, and I want us to understand that even though we are not God, God is giving us his power and reflecting his light through us, and the power is significant, and we need to understand it as that. Our mission, our mission is to take on his mission. That's not to contemn the world, but to save it. It's to be a light. He says, I am the light, but now he passes the torch down to us, and he says, now you are the light of the world. Seek and save the lost. Don't judge the world. Don't condemn the world by yourself. Save it. It's a different mindset. It's a different attitude. So how do we do that? How do we do that specifically? As members of Christian Life Church, what can I do to be a light to this world? And as we go into this, I'd like to take this and and kind of look at our our mission statement. If you go to our website, christianlifechurch.org, and you look about us and you look on our mission as a church... You're going to see it say something. It's going to say, our mission is to connect people to God, connect people to people, and connect people to their calling. Connect people to God, connect people to other people, connect people to their calling. That's our mission as a church. The problem with this is that some of us interpret that mission the wrong way. Some of us interpret that mission as when I come to Christian Life Church, I pull into my car, I walk through the door, I sit in one of the pews, this church is going to connect me to God. It's going to connect me to other people, and it's going to connect me to my calling. Now, don't get me wrong. I hope that that is true. And it, it, and it should be true, that we should be connected to God. We should be connected to other people. We should be connected to our calling when we come here. But some of us stop there. When really, it's not this building or Pastor Daryl or Merrill or myself that is the church, but it's we that are the church. So if you look at it the way that it should be looked at, we as a church, our mission together, you and myself, everyone in this room, is to connect people to God. Connect people to other people. And connect people to their calling. So in other words, when you walk out these doors, it is your mission, it is your job, it is your responsibility to connect people to God. It's your responsibility to connect people to other people, maybe by bringing them to church and introducing them to different people. And it's your responsibility to connect them with their calling as a believer. I want us to take that onto ourselves because just simply saying, let our light shine, some of us just just don't comprehend that in the right way. And I want us to look at it as we are members of a church as a body, and our mission together is to do this. We're going to go pretty specific here. So looking, first of all, as connecting people to God, how can I connect people to God? How can I shine my light? How can I respect and reflect the light by connecting people to God? First of all, I'd like to say this. When I was in high school, and many of us may have been in in situations similar, there was people that when I got around, all I wanted to do was just fit in with them. And the thing is, it's really not that much different with adults. Especially, let's say, in a secular workplace or maybe when we're just off doing, you know, golfing or whatever, just doing just, just random regular things. And when we're at a restaurant, it, it is so like us to just want to fit in, go with the flow, not be bothered, not do anything different, but just kind of live our lives. As a high school student, there was many people I would be around that I would just do that. I wouldn't be a light. I wouldn't necessarily go out of my way to be nice or to be a blessing to anybody else. I just wanted to fit in. But then there was also people in high school that I I didn't do that with, that I I made them my projects, if you will, just people I said, man, I just want to show extra love and extra care to this person because I want them to see the light of God through me. And it's amazing that those people... Some of the, it's one specifically. I won't mention his name because he hears us online or whatever. But but there's this one kid. I was such good friends with him, and he just went off into this whole world of of junk with a million girlfriends and and drinking and drugs and all this kind of stuff. And and the guy knows that in high school we talked about it all the time. We talked about God. He used to make fun of me because I wore sandals, and he would call them Jesus sandals. I would walk around with Jesus sandals. Apparently, and uh, they were Adidas. I didn't know Jesus wore Adidas, but uh, apparently he does. Uh, but but you know so but I mean we were good friends. He wasn't making fun. we were just kind of having fun with each other. We would joke with each other. But it's interesting how as things in life right now are starting to go downhill for him, he's talking to me about what I believe. He's talking to me about why I'm the way I am and what, the, why do I think the way I think? Because the way he thinks is not working. You know why? Because he's in darkness, and darkness will never satisfy. Maybe it'll satisfy for a moment. But eventually, in darkness, your eyes adjust, don't they? And you begin to see things the way that they are. And they're ugly. And they're terrible. And we need light to shine. We need light to come through. And so with this friend, it's just just seeing how that relationship, it's not necessarily that I, you know, every time I talked to him, I was like, hey, what's up, man? Let me talk to you about Jesus. Let me beat you over the head with my Bible so maybe you'll get a couple verses in there. That's not what I did. I just simply went out and showed him love. I I showed him care. If he brought up conversation, I would go ahead and talk about it. That's all I did. And that's all we have to do. Am I the best person in the world? Absolutely not, because I still had this other side that just wanted to fit in, just wanted to be like everybody else, just, just same old, same old. We have these sides that we're working on, and we need to pull it all over to the same side, being a light. Connecting people to God, being our mission. Every person we come to contact with, we're connecting them to God. I was in Olive Garden the other day. It was crazy. I, I have, I have a, I don't know if, if you're like this, but I, I'm a texting addict, okay? I, I constantly feel like I have to be on my phone or on Facebook or something like that. So I put my, I put my phone on the table at Olive Garden and, and, uh, you know, I was just, whatever, just, Sitting there, not a big deal, and and our server comes up with our incredible. I love Olive Garden, by the way, favorite restaurant in the world, and he comes up with my soup. I'm so excited. I'm beginning inside. I'm already tasting it. You know, he, he comes up with my soup, and just this just this really super nice guy, and he comes up and he's like, "Oops!" And all of a sudden, my phone is is like a little soup bowl, and I'm like, and I start and again, I I'm, I have a crazy addiction to my phone, and so in my first. Thought is oh, you know, I just start freaking out in my mind. What am I going to do without my iPhone? It's it's everything, which may be a problem. Lord, forgive me. But it's like it's you know, like what? What am I going to do? And the first thought in my mind was that. But then there was just I don't know what it was, just the quickness of the Holy Spirit, just whatever, just just came to me. It was like oh, you know what, man, it's fine. I just I just wipe my phone off. It's like really, don't worry about it, man. It's it's fine. Thank you so much. I appreciate you you serving us. Of course, when he went away, I was like, oh my gosh, does it (laughs) work? You know, I was freaking out. You know, that wasn't a big thing. I didn't jump on at a table in Olive Garden and say, everybody, hear ye, hear ye. I'm going to preach you the gospel of Jesus Christ because you're all sinners and going to hell. It was the simplest little thing. Being a light can be the simplest little thing. But we have to do it. It's our mission. It's our calling. Connecting people to God. No matter what it takes, from the littlest to the biggest thing, connecting people to God. The second thing is connecting people to people. It's so interesting. Uh in, in our in my master's degree that I'm in right now, we're we're studying church leadership. So we kind of get a billion trillion different statistics and all oh, how, you know, why people come to church, why they don't come to church, how we can be better pastors and ten years from now, twenty years from now, what is the church going to look like? And we're looking at all these uh things which are incredible, mind blowing but incredible. And uh, you know, we're we're studying all this stuff and it's amazing to really look at statistics when it comes to people. Because, you know, there's been a number of different surveys taken about people that are outside the church asking them, why do they not come to church? Why, Why do you not come to church? Or why do you not believe in God? All these various things. And it's amazing that out of all the different things, you know, I don't believe in God, I'm Muslim, I'm Buddhist, whatever. Out of all those things, the most popular answer, the most popular answer was, I do not come to church because of people. People. You know why? Because they look at the church and they see that we are hypocrites, or we don't do what we say we do. You know, we don't believe, we don't do what we say we believe in all these different things. They look at us like we're not. But in a lot of ways, are we? Are we being a light into the world to the point where people don't question us, don't question our faith? But we're living as far as we can, as hard as we can for God on a daily basis. They look at us and they say, I, "I just." I can't believe that, you know, I, these people do this and these people do that, and they don't come to church, even, even more so than they don't believe in God. Of course people don't come, come because they don't believe in God, but, but even more so they don't come because of people inside the church. That breaks my heart, that there might be people there are open to God, but they won't come because of us, because of the way we act, because of what we do. We need to be in check. We need to be in check. Are we being a light to this world? We need to be a light. We need to connect people to people. The other is the opposite, though. It's, it's interesting. The reason a lot of most people do come to church in various surveys, the biggest reason people do come is because of people. It's funny. How does that work, you know? But it does. And, it, and actually, if you really look at the stats, the people that, that are come to a church and are committed to a church have a series of either five to seven relationships within that church. If they're connected to five to seven people within a church, most likely they'll be there and feel confident and be blessed and be, you know, built up every week because they have five to seven relationships. Now, it's interesting when a guest comes into the church, many of us, the first thing we think is, oh, well, we hopefully Pastor Darrell goes and talks to that person. And maybe he can, and I hope he does. And, you know, if it works out, that's great. But that's not just his responsibility, that's our responsibility because we are the church and it's our responsibility to connect people to God and it's our responsibility to connect people to people. And if we would just say, hey, you know, let me introduce you to this person, let me introduce you to this person, let me introduce you to this person, because if five relationships within this church work out, they're going to stay. Mostly, most of the time, they're going to stay and they're going to feel connected. And our church is going to grow, and it's a healthy growth. We're going to be able to influence more people if we would even just be a light to one person. It's amazing what could happen. Lastly, it's connect people to their calling. It's interesting to see this picture of Jesus passing this torch from himself to us, giving us this responsibility. And in the same way, we need to take this torch and pass it on to others. Maybe it's your kids. Maybe you need to teach your kids how to be a light. Maybe you need to teach your kids how to, how to comfortably talk to, to their other students in school. Or maybe maybe it's in our youth group, you're a youth leader, or you need to become a youth leader and you need to help and encourage our students how to be a light in this world. You're passing the torch on. You're connecting others to their calling. Maybe it's with kids. God bless you if it is. But maybe it's with kids. You know, we, there, there's so many dimensions and, you know, I, it would be crazy for me to, to step by this, to step aside without saying this plug. Maybe it's a convention. That if you would get involved, you're just applying your time to pass down the torch. Maybe you're not up there preaching, but you're helping with the buckets. Maybe you're helping with setup or tear down or whatever. And you doing that is influencing this conference happening. And we need your help. And so it just, I mean, simple plug, but please sign up for Ascension. We need help. We need people that are willing to connect others to their calling, to connect these students to their calling and to their future. We need to do it because we our mission, we need to think of this like this. We can't miss this. Our mission is to, first of all, respect God, who He is as the main source, as the main light, but then reflect that light by connecting people to God, connecting people to people, and connecting people to their calling. We have to understand this. Respecting God, connecting people, we have to do it. We have to do it. It's not only our mission, it's, it's our cause, it's, it's our purpose for living. God has given us and ordained us to do this very thing. It was so interesting when I preached at that, that kids thing and all these kids were, you know, saying no. It, it, it Man, that, that messed me up. I was so confused, you know. Kids shouldn't say no to people. I mean, yeah, you give them candy. and they, You know, it's interesting though, the rest, the rest of the night they were fine. I mean, within minutes it was like, hey, you guys want to play a game? Yeah, I'll play a game. Ha <laughs> ha Hey, you guys want some snacks? Yeah, I'll have some snacks. ha <laughs> ha. I mean, they were so excited about everything else, but when it came to having to do something strategic, when it came to them to have to do something that took effort, they said, no. The scary thing is, it may not be that different with adults because so many times we come in and we say, oh, yeah, I'll I'll go to the prophetic service on Sunday night. No problem. Yeah, I'll go to that. No problem. Yeah, I'll go to the special worship. Oh, I'll go to that. Sunday morning, oh, I'll be there. No problem. Hey, you know what? Uh, you need to be a light into the world. Uh, no. But isn't it true that when God calls us to do something that takes effort and takes work and puts us in uncomfortable places, so many times we say, "No. We'll do everything else, but God is challenging us to His mission. He's putting this passion inside of our hearts, and I pray that we take this today. Our mission is to be a light. Our mission is to let your light shine, and this message resonates with me because there's so many times I, I, I've over the last several years I've really fallen in love with the game of golf. I love, I love the game of golf. I could just, I, I could play it every day. I, I, love it. And so, but there's so many times I'll, I'll go there by myself or whatever, and I'll get, I'll get kind of teamed up with a bunch of people I don't know, foursome that I, you know, th- a few guys I don't know and I'll just, you know, I'll just get out there, and, and everything inside me is like, you know, I really don't want to talk to these guys. I just want to play, you know, and, and some of us, we may be in that mindset sometimes, you know, I just want to do my job today. I don't want to really talk to anybody or do anything. I just, I just kind of want to do my thing, you know what I'm saying, but I've been convicted so many times, you know, just talk to these guys. Just start talking to them. Just start a conversation and see where it goes, because no matter... How rest and relaxed it, I, you know. How how how. But I, if I want to do this R and R thing, rest and relaxation. That, that's great. Golf is great for that. But when it comes to our mission, it doesn't stop on the golf course. It doesn't stop at work. It doesn't stop at school. It's our mission, all the time, to be a light to this world. And so, as as much as it's relaxing and fun to golf, it is also my my mission to remember that I need to reflect the light of the one who I respect. I need to reflect that light because it's my mission, it's my cause. And so so many times I'll, I'll go golf with these guys and be like, oh, okay, God, fine. You know, I'll just, okay, I'll talk to them. And I'll just open up conversation. I'm not preaching to these guys. I'm not going, I'm being like, hey, you know, uh, I heard you swear back there when you swung that club. Uh, you're uh, pretty much going to hell. I just want to let you know that. What? They never talk to me again. I'm not saying to do that. I'm not saying to be like that. I'm not encouraging that. I'm saying to be a light to this world. Being a light can be the smallest to the biggest thing. Sometimes they'll just open up conversation and start talking about, hey, you know, I go to this church and I'm a part of this ministry and whatever. And they'll just kind of ask questions and they'll be interested. And by the way that I talk and by the way that I live and because I care about them, he cares about what I have to say because he's interested. And we can do the same things. It's not that hard. It might be a little uncomfortable at times, but as one thing leads to the next, you're being such a light that it influences people to come to this church, to be a believer, and more importantly, be a believer in Jesus Christ. That's our cause. That's our mission. We can't forget it. I've been challenged so many times. Of course, I, I've done that myself, but the people who challenge me the most are, are our students because they're some of the bravest people I know. I remember we were out playing basketball just, just driving around just picking up kids to play basketball. And one of our students saw this, this 14-year-old kid outside just kind of shooting hoops at the side of his house. And, you know, and, and, this, and this kid's like, you know, we should go ask the kid if he wants to play with us. And the first, my first reaction was, no, no, we shouldn't do that. And, my, and in my thoughts, just as a youth, parent, I'm like, I don't want to freak the parents out. I don't want to make anybody feel, you know, I don't want to make anybody feel weird, like picking a kid up and stuff. But, but who am I? This, this teenager in my car is so brave to say, let's just go talk to this kid. Let's just invite him to play basketball with us. It's the simplest thing. It's the smallest thing. But imagine if he were to come. Imagine if he were to get connected with our youth ministry. Imagine if he were to come to know Christ because of playing basketball, because of being a light, because of being a light. Two years ago, we had a missions trip, and it was, an, it was incredible. We, had all these, we were serving. We were passing out food to the homeless and all these different things on this mission trip, and we finally get to a free day that we had on our trip that we we're going to just, you know, goof around and do fun stuff. And we get to this free day and we're about to go get started and, and all of our students come together like, "Oh, Jonathan, we have something to tell you." I'm like, "Okay, you know, what is it?" And they come up to me and they're like, "We really don't want a free day. We want to we want to do more serving." And it and it shocked me a little bit because it half excited me and half made me like, "Come on." <laughs> you know. But more so excited because we have people in this church that are passionate about being a light of Jesus Christ. It's our mission. We have to accept it. We have to take it. And we have to move forward with it. I want to close with this. The, the biggest reason that we have to be a light is because people around this world are dying to be a light. Literally dying to be a light. We have missionaries and people evangelizing all over this world that are being killed for their faith. The things that we can do just simply playing golf or the things that we can do just simply, you know, in a restaurant or whatever, people are dying to do. I have to say it like this. We have no excuse. We have no excuse. Talking about statistics, there's one that that just recently came out that says this. Within the last hundred years, more Christians have been martyred for their faith than in the past 1900 years combined. Let me say that again. Within the last 100 years, more Christians have been martyred for their faith than in the past 1,900 years combined. People are dying to be a light of Jesus Christ because in their heart, they know it's their mission, they know it's their cause. People, we have no excuse. And I'm not just saying this to you, I'm looking in a mirror at myself too because it is our cause, it is our mission, and if we lose sight of this, who are we? Who are we when people around the world are dying to do it? We have no excuse. The mission has been set. The person who we need to respect is shining his light on us, and we need to be reflectors. We need to connect people to God. We need to connect people to people, and we need to connect them to their calling. It is our mission. It is our cause, and we can't ever forget it. We need to let our light shine. As Pastor Merrill rapped earlier, we need to let our light shine. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. Lord, we can come in here and have fun. We can sing verses. We can talk. We can tell stories. But God, we have a mission. Lord, I pray that this message would resonate within our hearts this week, God. Or that every person we come into contact with is, is an opportunity. Not that we have to go crazy, not that we have to do anything, uh, you know, off the wall, but maybe we do, but maybe we don't. God, just help us just to do the simple things. Help us to take it one step at a time. Help us to talk to maybe it's just that one person. Maybe there's one person people have in mind even right now, God. I pray, Lord, that we would have the courage that you would stir up the passion for your mission for us on this planet, God. You handed it down. You passed down the torch to us. And, Lord, I pray right now, God, that you would just stir it up within us, Lord that we would take the opportunities and not take them lightly, but, God, we would go forward and move forward with them. Lord, it's our mission. It's our cause. And, Lord, I pray right now, Lord, that you would just stir this up in our hearts this week, God. Encourage us, God. Give us your strength and your peace this week to be able to be a light unto this world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
2: Amen. Thanks, Pastor Jonathan, for sharing with us today. I'm going to trust the Holy Spirit to speak to you and um, allow you to live this out. Imagine if we lived out what we just heard, how, uh, how bright the light of Christian Life Church would be in and through us, not because we're bright lights, but because we reflect a very bright light. And we have some uh, opportunities now for us to be a bright light, and I'm going to be out in the lobby afterwards to sign up for Ascension Convention if you have any questions. Also, if you have any questions about being baptized in water, I'll be out there and we can talk about that. Another way to show the world, hey, I'm a believer in Jesus Christ. I'm following him with my life. Um, one more, Liam wanted me to mention that uh, the choir is uh, ministering this Easter. And Easter Sunday is a great Sunday because there's going to be so many people here just from the neighborhood, from friends and family that we bring. A great time to present the gospel. We present Jesus alive and risen. And if you'd like to be a part of the choir, there are CDs in the lobby that you can pick up for practice, as well as two practices before Easter. And you can be a part of that uh, as well today. So there's a lot of opportunities for us now to practically go out and live this message. So would you stand for the blessing of the Lord today? And uh, I'm going to leave uh, immediately following so that I can be in the lobby to answer any questions about ascension or baptism. And uh, Pastor Merrill, now known as Mix Master PM, will be um, down front to pray with you. And uh, I'm not going to talk to anybody too long because I'm really excited about lunch today because uh, Margaret Cleveland brought her homemade chicken noodle soup for me. And um, it's heaven in a bowl, let me just tell you. It is good stuff. And uh, no, I'm just having fun, but I'm not sharing. But, um, but, uh, but uh, let's go out and live out what we just heard, and receive the blessing of the Lord as you go. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. Sweet Holy Spirit, we just receive, God, what you have done today from the beginning of the service until now. We thank you for your blessing. We thank you for your help. We thank you for your comfort. And now give us the power to go out and live it keep us safe, keep us strong until we can gather together again as the church and worship you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Pastor Merrill's here to pray. I'll be out in the lobby to talk to you about Ascension. If you have any questions about that or water baptism, fellowship with one another as you go this morning.